hello there. How are you doing? Are you ready for the hot line? <laughs> are you ready to get wild? You guys, I gotta be really honest with you. This eclipse season, all the shit that's going on, plus PMSing right now, has got me on my ass. But I know that whenever we go through these types of big energetic shifts and these big transformations, that the things we're shedding is going to reveal like even more juiciness and power and magneticism and just bleh, all of it. And I'm so excited for whatever's coming. So. Let's bring the party to COVID. I don't know if you guys are feeling like this is seriously impeding upon your ability to have fun, but I've had to get super creative with getting out and doing things, but also bringing the party into my own home. So last night, my fiance and I, we turned on our disco balls. We had a great time dancing and <laughs> I was interpretive dancing for him, trying to make him laugh and just being ridiculous, just being how I like to be. And I went to jump up on the couch and my clumsy ass completely missed the couch and I just ate shit. So, <laughs> needless to say, I am ready. I am so excited to be here with you guys. I'm gonna hop right into the Wild Woman Hotline questions. If you have any questions as I'm going, shoot me a DM and I will answer them either on this hotline or the next one. So with that being said, drum roll please. <sighs> Woo! Welcome to the Wild Woman Hotline, your classy but mostly sassy one-stop shop for high-octane advice on how you can fully turn on your life. Because, listen guys, in my opinion, every woman could do with a bit more access to her power. So my mission is to help you reclaim your wild side by tapping into the potency of your pleasure, your confidence, your communication, your self-love, and your expression. So tits up, chin back, and sis, let out a howl for the forgotten parts of yourself that you're about to come back home to, mama. All right, let's dive right into the questions for today. I have four juicy questions for you, and as always, I am open to receiving any and all questions that you may have, so please feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram, a personal message on Facebook, an email, write a comment in this live, do what you gotta do, I'm here for you, boo. So the first question is, I'm not a shy person, but in bed, alcohol helps me loosen up and be less shy, but I still struggle to get out of my head so that I can explore more of the stuff that I fantasize about with my partner. Let me just say that you are so not alone on this. This is something that I used to struggle with. In fact, my fiance tells me that when I was in college, that's actually where we met. I had this like <coughs> alter ego when I would start drinking and it would become party Tristan. And when party Tristan came out, she didn't want foreplay. She didn't want to cuddle. She didn't want to kiss. She just wanted to hop right on the dick and have fun. <laughs> She just wanted to bang like 
there was no stopping her and she was like a wild animal right but the reason I'm bringing this up is that if I hadn't been drinking it took my body so much to calm down and to relax and to be present in the moment and to unwind and what I want to tell you about this is that alcohol lowers your inhibitions right you're more fluid you're more free you have less of a filter and so let that show you that when you're not drinking and when you're sober and when you're trying to be intimate with your partner and maybe you even want to try some more of these creative things in bed that filter is the thing that's stopping you so what is that filter that filter is the fear of being judged right we say whatever we want to when we're drunk because we are not afraid of being judged. We're just, we let it fly, we do what we want, right? Because you don't have that filter of judgment. We're afraid of being criticized, so that filter has to do with criticism. That filter has to do with rejection. That filter has to do with people not understanding you, right? So the filter will look a little bit different for each woman based on your own past experiences and your own insecurities, but needless to say, the filter in and of itself is a block to intimacy, right? It's a block to your authenticity. It's a block to your connection with your partner. So it's a great sign that you can get into an energetic space where that filter goes down, where that filter is not always there. And you will not always need alcohol to get there. And the way that you do that without alcohol is by when you notice it coming up, instead of assuming that that's just who you are, and that you need alcohol to let down that guard and, and dissolve that filter, what if instead you breathed into the discomfort, you told yourself something positive, one of my favorite affirmations when I notice that I start to lock up in sex, it still happens. I would venture to guess that it happens to every woman, right? There's nothing wrong with you, you're not broken. But when that happens, one of my favorite mantras is my body, my pleasure. My body, my pleasure. And the reason I tell myself that is because I am worthy of having fun and connecting with my partner through my body. And my body is a fucking vessel for pleasure. So when that filter comes up, I'm like, no, absolutely not. You gotta go because my body, my pleasure, I'm worthy and deserving of this. So it's gonna look a little bit different for every woman, but what I would encourage you to do is to sit down and think about what it feels like in your body when the shyness comes on, when you start to close down. Because if you think about it, all that really is is contraction, right? And contraction comes from low vibrating emotions like fear, scarcity, um, judgment, anger, those sorts of things, they lock you down. So the opposite of those emotions would be courage confidence, love, compassion. How can you generate more of those emotions in your body? Breathe through the intensity, right? The intensity will pass when you breathe, when you're present with it, and then tell yourself something that feels really good. Like I said, for me, it's my body, my pleasure, and if nothing else, I want you to remember that this is not who you are, it's just who you've learned to be, okay? So you can unlearn this the same way that you learned it, and that is by spending time in reflection with yourself, actively rewriting these stories that you have, okay? Let me know if that was helpful in the comments. That is a phenomenal question. I know that so many women, including myself, have that in their sexuality narrative. So just know that it's not only you, a lot of women struggle with this and it has to do with that filter that we all have, okay? 
All right. That was such a great question. Thank you so much for that. Here comes the loving, engaged audience before me. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next question. So the next question that I have is, the wild woman in me is only halfway present. How the F do I get the rest of her to come out? This is such a great question. And this has a lot to do with the previous question. And let me be clear. Your wild woman is in no way, shape, or form only about your sexuality. It's a component of her. Your wild woman has to do with your intuition, she has to do with your pleasure, and she has to do with your empowerment. So she is the untamed version of yourself that we all have within us that you can call upon and access at any time. You can call upon her and access her at any time that you need to feel more confident or visible or vulnerable or empowered. She's like a battery that we all have, right? So if you think about it through that way, what it really comes down to is comfortability being witnessed in your intuition, in your pleasure, and in your empowerment. So where are you blocked in letting people see your intuition? Do you feel things within yourself that you call yourself crazy for? Do you have this inner compass that you like to deny because there's no like 3D proof that that is what's happening? How do you block your intuition? How do you block your pleasure? And pleasure isn't just sexuality. It has to do with just feeling good in your body, your thoughts, your emotions, your sensations. It has to do with every component of being a physical woman, right? So pleasure can be anything. It can be, wow, this day is so beautiful, which is not really the case in Houston, but I'm gonna pretend that it is. Oh my God, this day is so beautiful. The sun is shining. Like it feels so good to look outside and see the sun and the blue sky. That's pleasure. That's still pleasure. So it's using your senses, being observant, looking around you, feeling, sensing, smelling, tasting, hearing, you know, all of these different components of being a human. And then the last piece is how are you blocking yourself from being fully in your power? What limiting beliefs do you have about who you are and what you're worthy and deserving of that block you from standing fully in your power? And here's the really cool thing about doing work to uncover where your power has been claimed or hidden or siphoned away from you. When you discover those limiting beliefs, when you come up on that edge of fear, when you come up on that edge of discomfort and you're like, oh my God, this fucking sucks. Um, my skin is crawling, like everything is just like Bleh! When you come up on that, that's your opportunity to be like, oh fuck, there's some power on the other side of this that I get to reclaim. I get to hop this fence and feel into this intensity and push up against that intensity with my breath, with my presence, with my belief that I'm worthy and deserving of feeling amazing, you get to push that edge and on the other side of it is a little bit more power that you get to reclaim and put in your pocket. So when it comes to your wild woman being fully self-expressed, it really has to do with those three components, your intuition, your pleasure, and your empowerment. So spend some time thinking about how you've been blocking that or how you are 
avoiding the process of being witnessed in your wild woman. Like as women, we love to be witnessed in our beauty, in our confidence, in our magic, in our creativity. When somebody sees us and acknowledges that, not that we need the acknowledgement for it to be valid and real, but as women, we're communal beings. We love it when people are like, damn sis, look at that thing you just made, that's badass. Or damn sis, the thing you just posted on Instagram, that was so powerful. We love to be witnessed in our magic. And it's the same for your wild woman. So how can you open yourself up to being witnessed more? That's what I would have to say about getting the rest of her to come out. Let yourself be witnessed more. Dance, laugh, have sex, be in joy, be in pleasure, have fun, go play. She'll come out. She loves play. She loves fun. All right? So let me know in the comments if that was helpful. Let's see who just hopped on. Oh my gosh, Bryn, Rachel, Bridget. What's up, girl? How you doing? Jessica's on too. Holy shit. Hi, guys. Leave a comment down below if you're loving this, if you have a question. Let me see you. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm going to consider that question done and dusted. Oh! <laughs> Can I just say that I can't wait for the day when I have a live talk show? It's coming. It's coming. I'm manifesting offers. I'm manifesting a big, like, pink studio with some neon lights and a disco ball. Like, you're all invited. You all are going to be front row for the first however many episodes. So mark off your calendars because it's coming. All right, let me go to the next question. Why am I so uncomfortable receiving from my partner? I tend to be more of a giver and feel super uncomfortable when the attention is on me. Okay, so these three questions go hand in hand because receiving has to do with being witnessed and opening yourself up. So receiving, for lack of a better word, has to do with openness. Openness to love, openness to vulnerability, openness to communication, openness to pleasure. And when we feel as women that we're not worthy of that pleasure, we're not worthy of that love, or we're not worthy of X, Y, and Z, that's when we close. And as women, our heart centers and our pussies need to be open at all time for us to be fully in our magic. Because when those two portals are open, you're fucking unstoppable. You're unstoppable. You vibe so high. You feel so empowered. You feel so good. So when it comes to feeling uncomfortable of receiving, it has to do with you not believing that you're worthy of that attention. Not believing that you're worthy of that love. Not believing that you're worthy of that pleasure of the time, of the presence, of the attention, how, whatever it is. And this can be from a lot of different things. So without knowing more specifically about you, I can't dive in much deeper into detail, but at its core, receiving has to do with believing that you're worthy of receiving and having an open heart and having an open sexual energy for receiving all of that good juice. That's what I would have to say about that. And in terms of tending to be more of a giver, this goes hand in hand with receiving. When we don't believe that we're worthy of receiving, the way that we compensate for that is by giving and giving and giving and producing and producing and producing. It's almost like trying to prove your worth. Again, we're going back to worthiness here. So what I would say here, in the morning and at night, and maybe before you are intimate with your partner, can you sit literally for three minutes 
This is all you need. Three minutes. Close your eyes. Sit in a cross-legged position. Put your hands on your pussy and just tell yourself, I'm worthy of pleasure. I am worthy of love. I'm worthy of compassion. And if anything comes up, you're going to do the same process I've been talking about. You're going to feel it in your body. Feel the intensity in your body. You're going to breathe into it. You're going to name it. So what does it feel like? What emotion is it? Okay, great. Acknowledge that emotion. Breathe into it and send it love and ask it what it wants you to know. These are your blocks. These are literally your blocks. So when these blocks come up, we get to dissolve them and we get to move through them through presence, through breath, and through acknowledgement. And that sounds a lot simpler than what it is, but the presence piece and the allowing the experience to be in your body and not let it consume you piece is the work. So when it comes to receiving three minutes in the morning, three minutes at night, sit, be present, tell yourself affirmations of I'm worthy of pleasure, I am deserving of pleasure, I am worthy of love, I'm deserving of love, and listen for what comes up. Those things that come up are your work, okay? So I think that that's all I have to say about that question. Actually, no, there's one more thing. What I would challenge you to do is to actually ask your partner why they like giving to you. Whether it's oral, whether it's something with their hands or their fingers, whether it's with a toy, whether it's just touch, whether it's massage, whether it's words of affirmation. Why do they like giving to you? Get really curious and be like, hey, I'm just kind of curious. Like, what does it feel like for you to give? Or what does it feel like for you to see me in pleasure or enjoying myself? I want to know and listen to them, absorb that, trust that they're being truthful and honest with you with what they say. And if you have a relationship where the communication is open and loving and trusting, what they're probably gonna say is something to the effect of, well, I just love seeing you happy, or I love knowing that I can make you feel good, or I love knowing that I can help you relax. They love making you enjoy the experience of being a woman. That's incredible, that's incredible. So when you come up against that edge, when you're in the moment with your partner and you're wanting to get the attention off of you, just tell yourself, they love me and they want me to be in this pleasure. They want me to be in this joy and this happiness, right? So when that comes up, meet that edge with so much love and validation and confidence and it will start to shift. It's not an immediate process, but I can guarantee it will start to shift and it's worth it. It is 1000% worth it. All right, that's what I have to say about that question. I feel like that was pretty easy. That was easy. That was really easy. That was so easy. Okay, I have one more question for you guys. Let's see if anybody hopped on in the meantime. All right, seeing some new faces. So the last question is, I run a six-figure business that I absolutely love. Congratulations, that's badass. But when I'm done working for the day and try to spend time with my partner, all I can think about is clients and projects and new creative things that I'm doing. Okay, so again, what I'm hearing here is some issue with presence, some issue with detaching from the role of CEO at the end of your day. 
And this has a lot to do with owning your multidimensionality as a woman instead of just being the CEO all the damn time. And I get that as business owners, we are so passionate about our work. We're so passionate about the people that we serve. We're so passionate about our creative process and our ideas and our vision. And we're still humans. We're still women. We still deserve to be little kids sometimes and to be you know, <laughs> women and girls sometimes. We still deserve to let our hair down and have fun and dance on a bar and howl at the moon and do the crazy things that we don't need to be the CEO at all times. So what I would recommend you doing is to create a mental process or even like a ritual when you end your day working as CEO. So when you come home, not only does your body know to shut off from CEO mode and transition into lover, partner, fiance, girlfriend, what have you mode, but your mind also knows that it has permission to shut off. It has permission to rest. It has permission to transition into that feminine mode versus being a combination of the masculine and the feminine as you're in CEO mode during the day. You need the masculine mode. You need the strategy. You need the structure. You need the plan. You need the doing, right? You need all of that to create your business. And you also need the feminine flow to receive new ideas, to access your creativity, to feel into pleasure and joy and play and fun. And all of those things are what raise your vibration back up and fill you and recharge you at the end of the day. And it also creates that polarity in your relationship that your partner wants, especially if you are with somebody that is a man or is more masculine. In a relationship, you need that polarity because that's, if you're familiar with like the yin and yang, that's what balances a relationship. If you're both hyper-masculine and you're always wanting to control everything and you're always wanting things done a certain way and you can never just sit back and let yourself be and let yourself receive, your, your relationship is going to be out of balance. So it's already somewhat out of balance when all you can think about all the time is work. And this isn't a bad thing that you're passionate about it, but you deserve to shut off. You deserve to have fun and enjoy your partner and talk about things other than just work and clients and projects. <laughs> you deserve to talk about where you want to travel. You deserve to talk about the book that you're reading, the show that you're watching, the thing that you read in the paper or in a magazine or whatever. Like actually building the integrity of your relationship in the same way you build the integrity of your business. And you do that in relationship by tapping into your feminine and tapping into your fun and your play and your surrender and your receptivity. Okay? So what I would say is when you get home, create a mental and a physical ritual or process that you take yourself through. So maybe when you get home, the physical process looks something like changing into something more comfortable, changing into something that makes you feel maybe even sexy, changing into something that makes you feel more flowy and at ease. So actually physically doing something, maybe it's washing your makeup off, maybe it's, I don't know, making a cup of tea, like a physical ritual that you can do at the end of your day to help you transition out of CEO into lover mode, right? Maybe it's a, a song you can dance to that makes you feel really good and sensual and sexy. 
the mental ritual I would take yourself through is just some form of like affirmation or you if you have a spiritual practice you can speak to spirit you can speak to universe and you can say alright universe I am ready to receive flow I'm ready to receive play I'm ready to be in joy and in love and I'm available for creative downloads and right now I want to be present with my partner like you this can be an open conversation between you and mama you mommy universe so create those rituals for yourself they really really help rituals work for a reason and they work because they intertwine the physical the mental the emotional and the spiritual into like a segmented part of your day so I would definitely recommend trying that out and I think that's all I got for you guys wow this has been an awesome hotline these are phenomenal questions thank you so much for submitting these and as always if you have any questions for the hotline, any advice that you want on how you can access more of your feminine energy, your sexual power, your creativity, your confidence as a businesswoman, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, this energy is so important to us thriving in our businesses instead of suffering and burning out. So if you have any questions, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram, on Facebook, email, anywhere you can find me. I love you guys so much. I spy with my little eye something radiant, something magnificent, something beautiful and intelligent and incredible. And oh, guess what? It's you, boo. I'm talking to you. Yes, you listening right now. You are all of those things and more. And I hope you know it. I have the best time producing these episodes for you because when we all share in each other's magic, when we all tap into our wild side, when we all have a little more goddamn fun, life is better. <laughs> Plain and simple, it's better. And it would make me so happy. I would pee my pants like a little chihuahua. That's a very graphic image, but you get my point. I would be so happy if you could head to iTunes and leave me a rating and review if you have been enjoying this podcast because it helps more people just like you who need to hear this magic sauce find me. So if that sounds good to you, hell, it sounds really good to me. And I will see you back here next time for the Wild Woman Hotline.